Hello and welcome to NOLO Time, episode 83. My name is Obed Velez and with me is the most interesting man in the world, Joel Young. What's good, NOLO Time? Good to be with you for episode 83. Obed, it's a pleasure. We've got some fun stuff, uh, even something we had to add in last minute, so it's going to be a good one. We got breaking news today. We're switching stories around on the we fly. Are. <laughs> on the fly, because there's <laughs> more interesting stuff that we would rather talk about than uh, some of the medial news that came out this week. Because not a lot happened. Yeah, right? not too it much. Was, it was quiet. It was good. Yeah. Uh, but, Joe, what are you up to, man? Dude, uh, it's been a pretty nice, uh, chill week. Um, as you and I both had the pleasure, um, you know, we both found out, uh, you know, with our employer that we were able to have a nice three-day weekend. So that was a very welcomed, um, you know, su- surprise for us. And it's pretty legit. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we are very thankful and very happy. So that that's awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, you probably look at us in here as we sound refreshed, and that's that's because we almost yeah <laughs> we're getting close to the next part of the week, right? The the weekend again, but but uh, yeah, man, um, you know that was that was great. So it really took some time off just to take care of me, and and in that time becomes bit Netflix binge watching, right? And uh, as I spoke to you guys about last week, I went back and finished out. I was about halfway through last time. I went back and, and finished out the Umbrella Academy. Um, from the guys at a dark horse that's on Netflix and Obed, I am pleasantly pleased with it. It got better. Um, not that it was bad to begin with, but it just, it was something that started off good, intriguing, and it kept me. And, um, I'm very happy with, with, with uh, the way it ended. And I actually look forward to another season. I look forward to seeing more of, of this this uh, this this storyline being continued, um, I was talking to someone else who was also seeing the, the series, um, and and I was telling them, you know, how well, this is when I was early on before I finished uh, the the season. I said, how do you top uh, where they're going? Because the the main premise of the first season is the um, how to change timelines, how to ch- affect. Uh, things that not happen in the future, right? That 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 um, ripple effect. Um, you could change one thing, then certain events would happen in the future. Um, specifically, as related to um, a, a vision of an apocalypse coming in the future. And when your first season is about literally the apocalypse, the end of everything, how do you top that in the next season? <laughs> you know what I mean, like you're literally, you're literally, you can't just say it's the end of everything, and the next week you're taking out gangbangers. Like you gotta up the ante. And um, I'm not gonna spoil it, but the way they end the series, um, there's a very um, continuing linear story that's gonna go into the following um, season, uh, season two. So I'm very, very uh, su- surprised and, and 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 pleased and happy, and, and uh, I look forward to seeing more out of this. Uh, Obed, I also uh, finished out watching The Gifted on Fox. Um, I and never finished season one. I dropped out like halfway through. Bro, it was like pulling teeth. It was to rough. be honest with you, it was rough. And I yeah. thought it was fine the first season in, in the first few episodes, but I really just am not a fan of the family dynamic that they've got going on there. The dad's not great. The, the, the mom sometimes is a little too cheesy, and the kids are a little cheesy as well and there's just some some stuff yeah. there some decisions that could easily be fixed yeah and i'm sitting here i'm going what are you doing yeah i know i think i think the dad was like oh the, it, I, I had that same problem that you're saying i had an yeah. issue with the dad being like all the time i was like <laughs> like it was like a big cry baby right yeah he was like monologuing to like every a scene, big man you know? baby there just, just, <laughs> just being very you know uh 
sad and yeah. Was, yeah i i i agree with you i think that's why i dropped off because i i kind of liked it i yeah at the beginning right the like you said the first few episodes were actually pretty good yeah. um but then i just dropped off and i was like i don't know and i i was recording it and my wife one day was like Hey, just by the way, I deleted like ten episodes of the gift of the gifted that were in the VR. I was like, hey, it's fine. <laughs> right. I don't I don't I'm not mad. <laughs> Thanks for well, saving ten hours of my life, you know. So, yeah, I keep this free up the space. Uh, yeah, I mean I just finish it just because and, and you know, you when you put that much time in you might as well finish it out and and I, you know, I, this last season, um to be honest with you, I really get the strong uh, inclination that this is this is it. I don't think they're going to come back for another season. They set it up for them to do to go to continue on, but considering where Disney and Fox the situation is going on there, you know, well, why would they want to? Con- not saying that Disney has power over this, right? It's television separate, but why would Fox want to continue on something that you know there's maybe not much um, <laughs> film support? to back these right i think that's what these these kind of leaned on was the x-men films and then you want more x-men you get it during the week that was the hope i think that you got out of it and it just didn't really work well together also the situation with brian singer some probably some relationships there they might not want to let him continue to produce this this show i think there's a lot of weird stuff going on there that i I just don't imagine them continuing so you know it, it gave a good finale the way it ended was was good to be honest um, but it wasn't enough for me to feel like I want more. I'll be mad if they, they cancel it. I actually think it's it's fine. It's served its time. It's served its purpose. If you enjoyed the gifted, good for you. Um, but look, see guys, I'm not I'm not a Marvel. I'm not this this Marvel fanboy that just loves everything Marvel. You know, I, I'll admit it. This show was was not one of the ones that uh, got me got me into it. But yeah, I'm I'm fine. If it's canceled. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those shows that are like not necessarily memorable. Like I know that at like towards the end, Smallville was really bad, but the show was still memorable. But you know, this this is like really, like it doesn't make me feel anything. It's it's one of those shows. Yeah. So I mean, I'm not even mad if it if yeah if it gets canceled. So yeah. Um. Not not much on my end, man. Uh, actually, I did watch two movies. Uh, ah. I, I, I watched two movies. I have an update, and then I have a story. Mm. So, so I watched. Uh, finally, got around to watching. Uh, Ralph breaks the internet. Loved nice. it. it very good. Uh, that princess sequence was absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Like they can do a sequel just based off of that oh, yeah. sequence, and, and uh, people will flock because oh, it was yeah. so good. It's fantastic. It was so so good. The oh my Disney stuff is great. Yeah, yeah. The whole section, the whole section of the movie is really fantastic. Um, I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. It was yeah. good. Uh, I can judge it against you know Record Ralph. I think Incredibles two is a better movie, better movie than Record Ralph. Uh, to be honest with you, yeah, Incredibles two is good. Yeah. So I mean, I watched Incredibles two already like four times because i watched it once in the theater and then i watched it on blu-ray like three times because my daughter's like oh, so i yeah. incredibles again it was great <laughs> yeah yeah i mean i gotta be thankful my kids not one of those kids that have movies on repeat i, I remember my young cousins when growing up had like movies on repeat that oh they, yeah and rewind and rewatch it on vhs it was awful so <laughs> you know at least she's not one of those kids but 
yeah, I enjoyed it quite a bit, so I liked it. Um, other movie I watched, Joe, and it's something that I mentioned at the beginning of last year, actually, because um, uh, AMC was going to have one of those Fathom events um, yeah. for uh, for a, Maz- a Mazinger Z movie that was coming out, Mazinger Z Infinity. So that movie was a collaboration between Viz and uh, Toei Animation. It was going to come out February. It came out February last year uh, in the uh, Fathom events at the movie theaters here in the U.S. Um, the movie came out in Japan, I think, the end of 2017. But the movie came out on Blu-ray like three weeks ago. Um, so I actually went ahead and grabbed it on, Blu- on Blu-ray. I was like, I'm a big, as you can see in the back, yeah, if you're watching yeah. the video podcast, I'm a huge Mazinger C fan. Uh, that was my first memory of watching anything animated was watching Mazinger Z. So, so it's you know it's one it's 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 me. It's basically one 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 of the things that made me who I am. So um, so why not get the Blu-ray right? So when grab the Blu-ray, watch the movie. It was pretty good. I mean, it's it's a movie that you need to watch or at least be familiar with the series to get the most of um, because there's. They, they all the characters are this a character shows up right and you need to know who that character is because they get no introductions so you know this is like fan str- service yeah exactly this is like straight up 10 years after you know the great Mazinger uh, series um, interestingly enough there's like no mention of Grandizer uh, during that that the, during the movie because it does take place after Grandizer um so you need to be familiar with the characters because there's no intros. Like there's a character that's on screen for like 15 minutes and, uh, you know, they, they're, or they're having a dialogue and I was like, Oh yeah, it's this character. I know who that character is. Um, but, and then, and then they don't even say the name. So you need to know who the characters are. So, you know, they say, you know, the character's name later on, but, uh, it's, it's one of those things, right? Uh, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, animation is a little rough. It's not like uh, it, it. I haven't seen um, the uh, uh, Dragon Ball Super movie yet, but based on on what I've seen, seems like the budget for that movie was definitely higher than this one. I mean, it looks fine. Uh, sounds good, you know, for for anime. Um, but it was enjoyable. I mean, it was one of those things that made me, you know, hit me in the feels just because of what it is. Uh, you know, is it was it fantastic? Probably not, but you know, it's it's good enough where I, you know, I I didn't say I was like, well, that was a waste of time. So it was it wasn't one of those. Um, so it was pretty good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, so don't regret. I, I mean, I don't regret getting the Blu-ray because it's something that's near and dear to me. So, um, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say it's a must-watch, but because you need to be a fan and really need to be familiar with the characters. So. Um, but yeah, if you're familiar with the characters, yeah, highly recommend it for sure. Um, <laughs> the other thing, Joe, is I have a story. Oh, so, I want to hear this. All right. So, uh, Del May Cry 5 comes out Friday, right? Yep. Reviews are out already. IGN gave it a 9, 9.5. Uh, GameSpot gave it a 9. Destructor gave it a, a 100. So, there's there's a few perfect reviews, very high reviews. He's reviewing very, very well. Uh, Jim Sterling gave it, he was said he was really excited and happy for this game. It's one of those things, right? It, the game's supposed to be really, really good. Um, so, on Friday, right, during, during our day off, that morning, uh, we went to do some errands. 
And I came back home. We came back home around noonish, like I want to say like twelve thirty. And I get an email from Best Buy uh, saying, "Hey, so your order's ready to ship. Um, your order is about to be shipped." Please go in and verify your info to make sure that everything is good. I have pre-ordered the game back in October, right? Yeah. And Best Buy, I, I've switched my credit card f with Best Buy. So I actually upgraded my, my credit card with Best Buy. So it's like, oh, crap. I wonder if they have the right info for the credit card. Sure. So I kind of freaked out and went and checked it out. I was like, oh, I wonder if I can, you know, might as well put $10 of Best Buy credit that I have here uh, towards oh, the yeah. game know save myself 10 bucks right so best buy is one of those things that you cannot modify orders so you have to cancel and reorder right uh for you to apply your things dude so i cancel the order right no problem fine i go back to get the game sold out <laughs> so all pre-orders are sold out for the deluxe edition the standard edition was still there i was like Oh, you had it. What did I do? So I called Best Buy, right? I was like, I wonder if they can just reopen the order. And I I, I, I get pissed. I was like, screw this crap. I'm going to go to the room. I'll, I'll just call Best Buy. Right. I messed up, right? right. So I called Best Buy. And while when I inputted the order number, uh, I said, oh, this is the, uh, the order number for this thing, this thing, this thing. Your balance is zero. The order has been canceled, uh, and then and then followed by orders cannot be reopened. You need to reorder. I was like, oh no, what I do? So, so here I am. I was like, no, I I mean I gotta get this thing. It's like there's no going around it, right? That's I, I, I want to get the game. So uh, I go to. I was like, oh, that's fine. You know what? I'll miss on the rewards points, but I'll just go to Amazon and reorder. Sold out <laughs> everywhere. Ah, uh, dude. So I found it. And it's like, you know what? Um, it's like worst case scenario, right? Uh, I'll just pre-order on PSN. And, you know, and, and that way I can just get the pre-order bonus. Because I, I, that's the thing. I didn't want to miss uh, the pre-order bonus, which is the extra costumes. And, of course, I'm going to get the deluxe edition because I want the extra stuff. I'm not going to, you know, uh, get the regular one. So... Um, so I, so I Googled it and I was like, all right, so I'm going to Google the MC5 deluxe edition and I'll see what retailers has to have it. So the first hit was GameStop. I was like, okay, let's see. So GameStop had it. Uh, and, and I didn't dude, dude, I didn't even log into my GameStop account because I don't even remember the password. I haven't logged in in like, oh you know, yeah, I haven't logged in in like nine years to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> do that I just add the points of my phone number when you're there yeah. if you do it you know yeah so so I I on the site and and this didn't even cross my mind I have a gamestop here like three minutes away <laughs> and <laughs> and I can just go to it. gamestop put, put the five bucks towards the game and go pick it up on 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 Friday right or Saturday yeah so I I go to the website <laughs> I go to the website. I even I don't even log in. I just put in my PayPal account and pay with PayPal. It's, that's it. Screw it. And it went through. I was like, and then and then like, I'm stressing out throughout the whole day. And then I was like, I have zero faith that GameStop's gonna come through. It's like this sucks. This is terrible. I'm just gonna cancel everything and just order on PSN. Um, but then on Monday, my my card gets hit. 
I was oh. like, okay, so my car got hit. They have to I'm, do it. I mean, I'm getting it. Yeah. But, and also, GameStop, if you're listening, come on. It's like charging for day one shipping. That's why, that's why you're, you're in trouble. It's true. So, so I did, I, I just put in the regular shipping, the two to four days. It's like, I'm, I'm actually at getting towards the end of Kingdom Hearts 3. So I'm just going to try and knock out, knock that out this weekend. And, um, and then next week, uh, you know, I'll play the MC, whatever, when I have time. So, uh, you know, I'm not, it's not like I'm not in a hurry. I just don't want to miss up on, you know, the pre-order bonuses and whatnot. But holy crap, dude. It's like, and of course I tried to look for it on Best Buy and there's plenty of Xbox versions, but all the PS4 deluxe editions are sold out everywhere. Pretty much. Oh man. I was so upset. <laughs> I was so upset. And it's like the last time, and then I, I went back and remember, and, and I'm trying to remember. It's like, I think the last time I did something like this was for Metal Gear. But Metal Gear, I actually placed my order first and then canceled my old or- order. It's like, that's what I should have done. But no, no. I just went and straight up canceled it and went to re add it. I was like, oh no. What did I do? <laughs> so, yeah. Messed up, but Joel, we but recovery, man, recovery. No, yeah, yeah, man. I had I had to make it work. It's like I like I said, worst case scenario, I'll just buy it digitally. I mean, it's not like I'm gonna you know miss it forever. But you you and I are of that that old mindset of physical copies uh, yeah. are first. I'm We're, still stuck on that. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Yeah, it sucks though, because I'm yeah. running out of space to put crap around <laughs> my house. <laughs> so, I'm just like you know what. Uh, uh, maybe maybe next gen I'll think about it sure you know uh, maybe maybe with the switch depends on storage right yeah I think I'll do that with the switch like I, with the switch I bought a few things right I bought three games right of the bat but the next batch it's probably just gonna be all digital because you know I'll buy an SD card and, and just try to not have as much crap around it's yeah. I mean, I can I can see the appeal of all digital. But Joe, let's speaking of all digital, we'll go into that later on. Well, let's jump into what's going on right now, and it's that Will Smith is out of Suicide Squad two, and breaking news, Joe, is that Idris Elba is going to be replacing Will Smith on this sequel, which to me speaks of potential quality of this movie if they're able to actually sign in you know get get someone like Idris Elba come in to this movie it's that means one he's done with Marvel two they this movie is potentially going to be good because for him to actually sign into the project that means that there's uh, pretty good hope yeah I mean um, like like you said Will Smith uh, is, is essentially exiting the role early reports were that uh it came down to the age-old issue of scheduling conflicts for him and the timing of when they're working on the production of suicide squad 2 with james gunn and um you know basically will told them like i i'm not going to be able to make it i'm not going to hold this film hostage that you can't film this movie unless my schedule is clear and Knowing Will Smith, he's probably like booked for the next three years on movies. Like that guy's always doing stuff. So um, yeah, he just you know his 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 schedule is probably nowhere near clear to do this movie. And 
you know, he, instead of holding hostage, they go ahead and, and make the movie. And basically, Warner's were contemplating. This was earlier on before this breaking news, but Warner's was contemplating: Do we replace Will? Do we just withhold the character and and you know basically allow Will to re-enter at a later time if they if they do continue this franchise of Suicide Squad and then reprise the role? Obviously, with the reports being today, it sounds like. Um, and it makes sense. I mean, his char- the, the character of Deadshot is, is a very um, integral character. Was one, was the main character of uh, the first Suicide Squad movie. Um, so yeah, he carried the movie. Basically. He did. He really did. Yeah. And so you know, having a guy like Idris Elba replace Will Smith, two different men. Absolutely. I mean, so the demeanor is going to be different. But look, like you just said, this this is talking about some quality stuff here. Obviously, James Gunn's script, and we've seen his stuff, I mean, with Marvel, you know, the, the, this guy, um, you know, builds world, builds stories, and keeps people interested, and peeps, keeps people coming back. So, it's it's, it's good news, and, and obviously, with this also, look, I mean, you know, we won't go into it, because we've already talked about it at length before, but, um, you know, with James Gunn's, um, you know, the controversies that made him have to exit Guardians of the Galaxy, having a guy like Idris Elba join this, people shouldn't be shocked. Like, why does he want to work with James Gunn? No, like this guy, Idris Elba knows a little bit about second chances. Even if you don't know his background, you should look it up and do a Google search. You know, he understands what it means to to have a second chance and be given another chance in Hollywood, giving you that that chance years later when you're a different person. And, uh, you know, James Gunn did apologize and and didn't even defend any of the stuff that he's done, just moved on, accepted the consequences. And it's good to see um, that there's some positive news attached to this because you and I, Obed, were not fond of the first movie. Um, we were not uh, at all. We talk talk about it as the forgotten DC movie. We'll talk about oh, Batman versus Superman and Wonder Woman and Justice League and Man of Steel. We'll, yeah, we'll oh yeah, and that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's the forgotten one. So it was good to hear some good news coming out about this attached. Let's see if it goes through. But Idris Elba is a fantastic choice. It makes perfect sense. Yeah, uh, Will Smith, like 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 we said, he he carried the movie basically the first one. If it wasn't for him, the movie was would have been abysmal because even even it was already it, rough it was already rough <laughs> yeah so without him i can i can only imagine um so having him attached to to this movie yeah uh i'm i'm good like if there was someone that that needed you know that could when i first heard the news right last week um it was concerning because basically that's the first thing I thought. I was like, well, he carried the first movie. That means that this second movie, unless, you know, James Gunn really knocks it out of the park with a with a script and, and the directing, um, then, you know, uh, then, then that'd be, you know, that movie will have a chance. But now having uh, Idris Elba attached to the project, um, I think it's a great fit for, for Deadshot. The way that Will Smith played the character in the first movie, you know, it, it was, it, it was not the regular Will Smith. It was something a little bit more serious. It was, uh, it was really into the role you could tell. So yeah, I think, I think he's a great choice. I think that they, they locked out on this one, to be honest with you. Yeah. It'd be, a, it's a great match. Nothing, I didn't see this coming. No, yeah, seriously. It's a, it's a great get. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Well, we'll see. Uh, it's one of those movies that, you know, we have hopes that it could be definitely better than the first one. So, yeah, uh, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, and and like what you said about James Gunn, you know, it's not like he, you know, 
it, it, it's, it, there, there wasn't any misconduct. It's just things that were said. Um, so I think it's it's a lot easier for him to recoup. Uh, for versus, sure. man, I was super bummed because I just realized that that uh, Superman Returns is super ruined right now because you get Brian Singer and Kevin Spacey. <laughs> I know, isn't that crazy? Oh, I know, right? That's rough, bro. That's crazy, man. That's rough. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, won't, I won't see that movie the same way again. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you know. Idris Elba, he's a, he's a good-looking, uh, good-looking dude. Yeah, so man. We'll, we'll see. Is... We'll see what he can what he can do. He's uh, uh he's got a, a great presence. So yeah. Uh, no, but like you're saying about the James, just really quick there on, on the James Gunn script stuff. Yep. Like uh, you know, news has come out. I think we talked about it here, but it's basically Feige confirmed at the Oscars that they're using the James, uh, the James Gunn script for Guardians Three. So really, yeah. that exit was very much up. A PR of we just don't want to be associated with neg- negativity with the movie. Movie comes out, all you're talking about is this guy's stuff. Disney wants to separate that, but they're still keeping the script. So obviously, the the content's going to be really good. So I, I think that's the same route that you're going to have here with with Suicide Squad. Just it's different. Yeah. Also, Drax punched a seventy year old man last week. Yes, <laughs> he did. Drax, yeah, was, Drax, Drax. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> all right, uh, Joe, it's picking up pretty good. Uh, 84%. I think that's pretty good. Uh, how could you be mad, man? Uh, 84% Rotten Tomatoes critic. That's just it's sitting right now with over 180, I think, reviews in right now. 180, uh, yep. 180, yeah. So, I mean, Obed, like, if we were talking even 72%, I would still think that's a great review. I'm, like, to be quite frank, you know, uh, that, that means this movie is more probably, um, probably cohesive um it probably is entertaining and uh and you know it's, it's an origin story like we have to know that going into it we can't expect like we were spoiled right we just came off of avengers infinity war like you know we can't expect avengers infinity war and captain marvel this is her movie this is her origin we gotta get to know her and if we've learned anything from the past obed marvel doesn't like to jump steps they give you the origin story so then it matters and we care about these characters when they do show up later on and i think it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what the stepping stone is to, uh, as of the time of us recording this um this time tomorrow i have all, i will have already seen the movie so uh, i look forward to it we'll see what comes out of it obviously ron tomatoes had to, to stop those fake reviews that were coming up people have already seen the movie and it's terrible like they shut that down but uh, it's good to see some positive critic buzz uh, around it I've shut down a lot of social media, certain things I just turned off notifications for because I know this is that spoiler time. And the last thing I need is some random scrolls headline or something to show up and just ruin the movie for me. I, I'm a big purist. Yeah. I want a pure experience. And I look forward to talking about it next week. Yeah, I haven't. Uh, I made a mistake and I watched one of the uh, DMC5 reviews today <laughs> for the one from IGN. And I, I, I wasn't too happy at the end. I was like, yeah, cause they, they did. Um, spoil a few things, so yeah, I wasn't wasn't too happy about that. But yeah, man, um, it it's looks like it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna hold. I think it's gonna hold around the eighty four ish, yeah, uh, percent because the uh the the top reviewers already watched the movie, right? So what we're gonna get probably you know starting tomorrow will be the rest of you know the people that didn't get any screenings basically or exactly. the critics that didn't get any screenings yep. so uh, i think it'll hold i think it'll hold uh, to be honest with you um and 
I'm happy to see that it's doing well. I mean, it's to be you know what? Wonder Woman's at 93. This one's at 84. Who's to say, right? You know, it's uh, what was it? Is uh, uh, truth isn't the out of the beholder? Exactly. Uh, you know, it's L- look it's Black things. Panther. Same thing, bro. They, they yeah. did the same thing with that movie. That movie's it's, it's a very good movie. You know, I was uh, you know you've seen the trailer, right? Obed, that that's been on TV recently about you know some are built, some are uh, made, yeah. some are are you know are are born. Like I love that. That's the part that they're taking with this this story. They're really advertising it as. Like the rise of a hero, we can relate to her. She's not this, you know, godlike character right off the bat. It's like she's literally had to overcome things to become, you know, her seeing sports, you know, what she had to overcome in the military, and then now as a hero defending the entire galaxy. Like that's it's gonna be very interesting to see how they pull it off. Marvel's always been amazing with that. Obviously, Spider Man probably is one of the most powerful examples of, of strong storytelling. I look forward to also seeing the the uh, Stan Lee tribute that's apparently in the beginning of the movie. We'll see how that is. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious. Uh, I'm actually very curious uh, for, about about that because yeah. um, you know it's you gotta be uh, uh, yeah. It's it's good that it's a tribute, right? But um, at the same time. You have to be very careful because fans get get touchy uh, when, you, <laughs> when it comes to um, uh, when it comes to that. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. I'm you know I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the movie. Um, I'm actually gonna ask the wife if she wants to if she wants to just catch it over the weekend maybe. So uh, if I can find a a, a space. Uh, over in the movie theater, where a four-year-old can actually sit down for two hours and eight minutes. Let me let me let me uh, pull in my 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 Palpatine. Do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> That's great. Um, yeah. Well, we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, Joel Nintendo doesn't want you to spend more money on uh, on on their smartphone stuff, uh, <laughs> but uh, but they are coming out with a with a. Uh, uh, the new Mario Kart this summer, uh, but interestingly enough, Joel, um, you sent me this article that came out on the Wall Street Journal about Nintendo, yeah, um, wanting uh, wanting users to not not to go too crazy with their spending on uh, on their mobile apps. Uh, I appreciate that from Nintendo, right? Uh, number one, um, the, number two, it's like it was super coincidental that you sent me the article, and I actually just had bought because my daughter loves the Mar- Super Mario Run. Oh her yeah, tablet. Yeah. So I went ahead and purchased it for her because she wanted to play the other worlds. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but that game, um, you know, as far as I know, doesn't have any other uh, tra- Microsoft tra- transactions after the ten dollar, uh, ent- you know, basically entry fee. So, uh, yeah, this is very interesting. Uh, a very, I think it's good very, publicity. Yeah, it's a it's a very different take uh, compared to all the uh, all the other you know uh, big issues that we've had with you know the candy crushes and and yep. you know ea has had major major issues with um with the, the mobile stuff uh when it comes to monetization uh, even disney um they've had some issues with the uh, the marvel stuff like their marvel games are like either you grind forever or you buy your stuff so it's true it's it's kind of um, it's 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 kind of hard, but yeah, I appreciate them. You know, having a a, a different take on, uh, on on what it is the uh, um, 
uh, the the spending on on mobile devices. Um, any anything else that you have to? Yeah, no, it's it's cool that they're not just saying like you know oh we're you, know, you can easily publicly say something like oh we're we're trying not to, we're trying to make our games affordable we're trying not to um, you know pull nickels and dimes off our clients. But they've even gone as far as basically to tell their developers, like, look, like, limit microtransactions, limit these things. Like, we're not trying to put this stuff out there just to, to make, you know, a extra buck. And so it's good publicity. I thought it was worth the cover just because this is not something that you see often. Um, yeah. Typically, if there's a reversal. It's typically the these guys are defending you know their microtransactions and defending their decisions, and, and Nintendo's coming out saying, "No, we're we're going to do what we can," and an executive standpoint to limit it. So I find that very fascinating. Yeah, uh, and, it, and it proves to uh, proves the point to uh, a lot of the criticism that they had when uh, Super Mario Run was first released. That oh, now Nintendo's going to start doing those mobile stuff. And then the Switch comes out and just everyone buys the Switch and buys their game. So, yeah, I mean, it. this shows that mobile is not their focus, right? They they do have their focus on the Switch right now. Uh, but, you know, whatever they can get from mobile, they'll get. So uh, they're, they're being very cautious and very smart about this. So Wow. Um, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. Um, Joe, RIP for realsies this time, man. Uh, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, if I'm not wrong, right? Yeah. That uh, there were some uh, rumors that the PlayStation Vita was going to uh, end production this year. Well, it happened earlier than we thought. And um, officially, as of now, uh, the PlayStation Vita is no longer in production. Um, whatever stock is left out there, it's it's what it is. Um Needless to say that this does not apply to uh, U.S. and Europe because apparently production for U.S. and Europe was ceased a long time ago and didn't need to tell anyone. Uh, but this goes uh, for the Japanese market, which, you know, they still sell, you know, a, a few thousand PS Vitas a month. Uh, after this, you would assume that uh, those numbers are, are going to uh, go significantly down, if not non-existent, because people are going to start grabbing Vitas, start importing Vitas. Um, so, yeah, end of an era, man. That's it. This... No, 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 Sony's ha- no Sony handhelds for now. <laughs> Break out the violin. Uh, this, is, this is basically telling us all, guys, like you just mentioned about the U.S., Europe, now this with J- Japan, there is literally nowhere in the world that they are building new PlayStation Vitas. Whatever new Vitas that are out there, that's it. Like if, if there's a brand new, straight off the press, boxed Vita, that's it, guys. So it's kind of crazy to fathom. Yeah. It's come a long way. It, for, it's for it's lived a life. They, yeah, for as bad as they did because they didn't do good no, at all not at all um it, it did take a long time because it came out september 2011 in japan so you know you were talking about what eight years eight and a half years almost yeah yeah so you know um yeah um i can see the 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 remnants of the what's left in japan being sold and or or being exported or imported from here um and and whatever games are left you know to come out 
Uh, they'll come out throughout the rest of the year. I really don't see any releases coming into next year. Oh, sure. Um, it, it, and, of course, they said that the uh, the uh, carts, the, uh, or, or basically the, the game cards are, they basically ceased production of the actual cards um, a few months back, and that's why the um, places uh, that did the uh, like l like limited release and all this stuff, uh, they weren't able to get uh, their hands on cards, and this is why uh, the version of uh, Bloodstained got canceled because you know they knew that the console was already done. So you know why why spend resources on a console that's not gonna you know produce? So I I I totally understand that. Um, I to be honest with you, man, I played um, um, that game uh, that I mentioned a few weeks ago, Iconoclast. Uh, I finished it a couple weeks ago, and after that, I haven't touched my Vita. I still haven't finished um, the uh, Final Fantasy. I wanted to say Record Keeper, but it's not a uh, uh, Record Keepers on, on the mobile uh, uh, world. Uh, world of Final Fantasy never never finished it. I think I'm about halfway through that game, but it. it Sort of over overstate its welcome, so yeah, I'll see if I can grab it again. I mean, I've, I'm using it. I've used it for remote play, um, and just basically just to run updates on the <laughs> on the on the PS4. Yeah. So I just use it for remote play, and you know, run it if there's any updates. Uh, I'll just run it from the Vita. But yeah, man, and of an era, uh, there's currently not a Sony uh, handheld in in the market essentially. Uh, will there be another one? We don't know. I hope so. Uh, potentially. I mean, based on, on some rumors that are out there, uh, there may be something in the works. Um, I, at this point, I, 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 at this point, I'll say no. Um, but I mean, there's the potential, right. For, uh, for them to do it right. And if they, if they go all digital, I mean, and they don't have to rely on it, uh, on building, you know, cartridges. And if they focus on the right markets, they they may have a chance. So uh, we'll see. But yeah, man, I'm hopeful. I I want another one, but we'll see. Yeah, man, and of an era. Um, yeah, real bummer. I mean, I, I, again, it's the uh, little console that couldn't, because because <laughs> it's a great console, but you know, it's unfortunate. Uh, you know what's unfortunate, Joel? Anthem. <laughs> oh, Anthem. So, uh, so apparently there were reports, including uh, some internet personalities posting on Twitter. It's like, yo, I just got Anthemed, and it was basically their PlayStation Four crashing and booting into uh, safe mode and uh, and doing a disc check. Um, it, this is like a hard, like a like a like a like a power loss, basically. Um, is the same error code I believe that you get when you get a um, uh, when you lose power on your console. Whoa. So it's a, it's a pretty hard crash. Yeah. Uh, so apparently this was an issue. Uh, a, a lot of uh, PS4 users reported it to Sony. Uh, Sony started uh, apparently offering uh, refunds if you bought the, the game digitally. Um, unfortunately, if you know, the the you purchase the game uh, on a store. Once you open it, you cannot exchange it. So, uh, but if you bought the game digitally, um, apparently Sony was uh, was offering uh, refunds. Um, there's a, there was an update here from uh, from uh, yesterday. 
uh, yesterday afternoon that that there's a you know workaround because a lot of users were thinking that uh, it's a hard crash and the place and the PS4s were not turning on back on that this was like oh it got bricked um, so basically you'd have to physically go and and do like the power button hold for 10 seconds boot into recovery mode rebuild database and then your PS4 is fine um, man and it's 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 crazy I mean uh, yeah, help put out a tweet out there, you know, saying that they were aware of the issue. But man, talk about not not catching a break, dude. Because the game came out to mediocre reviews. Um, the users are not happy. The game's too short. Doesn't really have a lot of content. Um, yeah, this is like like way out of form for uh, uh for a Bioware game that they've supposedly been working for six years so I, I don't know dude what's what's up with this dude, what yeah, do you think yeah we, we we've covered like already now a couple times issue after issue with with this specific um, new release and I mean this was supposed to be a a, 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 a huge success for them I mean this was um, pinned at the, the highest of, of games to be anticipated for for the year and uh, it's been a letdown would be an understatement. I oh, mean, yeah. it's 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 a tragedy. It's a full uh, disappointment. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is this is bad. This is one. Of, this is gonna be one of those games that literally we reference and talk about and say, remember that anthem game and what happened there? Because when you're when you're literally having like crashes like this after the negative press that we've talked about priorly and we you and I talked about can can they fix this you know okay like well you know putting resources behind it they're they're basically biting the bullet financially now at this point where they're just just trying to make sure this thing just operates because i mean this is not it's not the place that you want your business to be in the middle of and and yes like you're mentioning yes bioware but still the attachment to EA man this is not a good look um so yeah, dude. I don't know. Yeah, I man, this is not a, a really not a good look for Bioware. I, I, I mean, I don't know the ins and outs and what happened and how this game was changed and and what you know the the tops at EA made them do, uh, you know, to switch the game around. Sure. Um, I think that they 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 are too late to the party. When you know games like Destiny has already have already been building up uh, a player base for five years, uh, other games that are out there that are free to play like Warframe uh, have been doing you know similar gameplay. How they have a similar gameplay style? They've been doing it for six, almost seven years now, I think. So and you know and then you get you know other older stuff like Borderlands and uh, other games. So, I, in my opinion, they're just too late to the party. And, yeah. and and people, you know, they compare the state of this game with Destiny. It's sort of unfair when you've had, uh, you know, already five years working with your project versus just putting out this one. Uh, but at the same time, you know, uh, it, the biggest issue here is that they're they're too late to the party. They they thought that they were gonna cash in into a, a trend that's not even that popular. To be honest with you, no. So you know, uh, I'm 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 pretty sure that 
again, I'm pretty sure that someone at EA saw that this was coming and asked Respawn, yo, is Apex Legends ready? Let's go ahead and do it. Because they needed something. Because this was going to bomb, and it it looks like it's not doing great. So, wow. Yeah. uh, You know, it's a... a, it's uh, again another bummer because the game visually looks fine. Like to me, oh, this sure, game, sure. Yeah, to me, this game is more appealing visually than uh, than Fallout <laughs> seventy six. Um, you know, I I never liked how the Fallout games look. They, they to me they don't they if you ask me they don't have good graphics. So, um, you know, visually this game's a lot more appealing, and maybe even with the gameplay. So, um. I wouldn't say it's as bad as Fallout seventy six, but it's bad. It's it's pretty it's pretty damn bad, and it's a uh, you know shame for Bioware. Um, again, hopefully EA. Uh, I I think EA could benefit from a change in leadership, to be honest with you, and and maybe uh, take the company in a new direction, and you know we'll see. Again, like EA and Activision, they're you know the the. They're they're the two big basically the two biggest publishers, but at the same time, uh, there's so many issues with the products that, you know, uh, it's it, it's crazy to see how they they manage. And then you look at people like Capcom, uh, you know, what they were able to do in in the last three four years, and just basically turning the entire company around into a you know putting you know hit after hit after hit, it's it's crazy. Um, so. You know, EA can definitely learn a, a really good lesson from Capcom right there. I agree. This is, uh, like I said, it's it's that unfortunate negative attachment for EA to just another thing. So, yeah, there's a lot of lessons to be learned here. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Joe, last, uh, last article that I have here that I wanted to talk about is something that I've been predicting for, uh, I, I want to say, a couple of months now. Oh, yeah, months. for a while, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there was a, a supposed um, leak at Microsoft for uh, for a, a project codenamed Maverick or Xbox Maverick, and it is to be uh, according to the window to the sources over at Windows Windows Central Windows Central uh, being a pretty pretty legit site when it comes to these things. Um, they they usually don't post this sort of articles uh, unless they're they're 100% certain. Um, they are saying that this uh, Xbox Maverick is going to be called Xbox One S All Digital Edition. Whew, that's a that's a name right there, Jill. Um, huh. And and this will be, of course, as the name implies, a discless Xbox, uh, basically primed for game pass and the streaming service um and this is coming out pretty soon so apparently this is going to be released in may uh be- so basically week a few weeks before or a couple of weeks before e3 in essence and pre-orders are going to go up in april um before before i i, I do another prediction joe what do you think man First of all, you hit it on the nose. We talked about the uh, <laughs> that's way too long of a name. So let's see what happens there. I'm I'm gonna be very fascinated. Should this be real? And it sounds like it. I mean, you you predicted it. Now we're hearing reports about it. 
this makes perfect sense. So I'm under the assumption that yes, this is absolutely happening. I just can't wait to see what this his name is gonna be. And then um, you know, from a from a firmware st standpoint, like this sounds like this is gonna be a lot easier for them to manufacture. Um, it's gonna be a lot easier um, from them from from a financial standpoint um, to get this out there and obviously get out there swift. Oh, but that's quick. April 2019, if I'm not mistaken, you just said. That's... Uh, yeah, April. Um, let me look at the actual mid-April. That's pre. I mean, it's pre-written, but man, that is that's that's gonna be fast turnaround time. You know, you're you you're gonna just expect just to keep that same you know community that are not buying your Xbox One One S to now go and buy this this new box. Like, man, I don't know. I don't, I don't like that that uh, you know connection still to the prior gen and then uh, this swift of a decision yes this has obviously been a decision that it seems like they've been working on for a while but regardless Obed I'm very concerned for their sake you know about this kind of a decision at this time at I think it point. makes sense but especially with wait for being, next gen yeah especially with it being with it being um Xbox One S hardware right it's old so yeah so it's the old hardware it's not the X so uh, this this is not this is not the six teraflop Xbox. This is the other one. Uh, this is the one the one that little Jimmy was little, was was very sad on Christmas Day. Oh, poor little Jimmy. Well, he got the wrong one. Um, Joel, my prediction: this box is gonna be pretty small. Um, so just removing the drive. Um, I, I'm thinking that they at this point they're able to miniaturize. Um, the 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 main board um, small enough where they can fit this on a uh, on a very small case uh, and dude my prediction is that they're gonna be very aggressive and this thing's gonna cost like 150 bucks yeah top, yeah tops. I could see that I could see yeah. that 100 like 150 tops like does this it, is like yeah does it work like a smart device as well you think like a roku kind of thing apple tv maybe oh, yeah, some, some smart apps you would think so yeah that's gonna help it in sales too maybe you know yeah because they'll bring have xbox the to the home yeah they'll have the services they'll have netflix and hulu and everything that you'd run on a on an xbox um uh, another prediction i don't think this is gonna have the hdmi in Mm. Uh, for the cable boxes like the like the older Xbox have that was part of their TV initiative back when they when they the back in the Don Don Magic era uh so claps. yeah yeah TV TV um so yeah yeah i mean one like 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 i said 150 tops it wouldn't shock me that they say let's look let's lose money let's get this thing out there let's sell it for 99 bucks it wouldn't surprise me yeah, could at this, work at that at this the point, price yeah. point could we'll see. yeah yeah at this point it would surprise me i mean um very interesting stuff and they're doing it right before e3 so they they really want to get this one out of the way um and and e3 probably talk about you know uh was anaconda and lockhart which are their two uh, other Xbox projects that they're that they're having, so uh, you know we'll we'll see. Um, Obed, if this is one of those things, though, I will say if there was something that I was looking forward to Microsoft publishing, and I didn't have an Xbox console, and I knew it was going to be it be able to be streamed slash downloaded to this device, 
I w- it would make me interested if, if it's at a cheaper price point, like and there was some a game I was looking forward to. This was this is not a bad option from that regards. Seriously, if this is this thing's ninety nine bucks, and you just pay your your fee for Game Pass, it's probably worth it. Yeah, yeah. At that point, sure. I mean, it's cheap enough where you don't have to, you know, it doesn't feel like an investment. Right. Right. So um, I think that's what they're looking for. Uh, I think they're they're looking for having it not feel like you're investing a ton of money. Uh, they'll have the streaming service ready, which apparently it'll you know the games coming out for the new Xbox are gonna be in, and you can stream through this console, so you don't have to get the six hundred dollar hardware. Right. You can you can still have this small, you know, ninety nine to one hundred and fifty dollar box and be able to stream those next gen games to it i think that's a pretty good idea um of course the the hardcore are not gonna you know go into this because the hardcore they want their their big box and they want you know games to run locally and that's fine yep uh but to the average uh to the average people that uh may want this option Um, this is easier for you know aunt sally to get for little billy she can maybe spend that 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 money and, yeah. and say, you know what, little Billy, we got you the Xbox One S, all inclusive, whatever they want to call it. But the thing is that if little Billy already has an Xbox One S, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, yeah, because it's the same piece of hardware. Yeah, he still doesn't have his X. Yeah, exactly. He still doesn't get 4K. exactly. He still doesn't get four K. <laughs> um, but very interesting stuff, Joe. Uh, yeah. Of course, we'll keep you posted with any other developments and all these uh, news. In the meantime, Joel, where, where can people hear from us? Absolutely, guys. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to us here on No Load Time. Make sure to be subscribed to us. Uh, you can subscribe to our audio podcast versions on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spotify now. And then, of course, you can be subscribed to our video version on our YouTube channel. Uh, please give us a follow on social media at No Load Time. That's at No Load Time on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Please uh, feel free to send us any questions, comments, feedback. We really appreciate it. Welcome it. Um, it it's great. Um, you know, we, we really appreciate it. So send an email to noloadtime at gmail.com. That's noloadtime at gmail.com. Again, we look forward to talking with you more on our next episode. Until then, have a great time. Thank you, guys. And we'll see you again next time. The roots pretty cool, got an app in the face of the Sabbath street. When your friends and boss look alike on the face of it, they miss the history. But they fight all the place in it. Yeah, they fight all the place in it. How did the times that just have the love goes by? And it's not your thought to say, but there ain't no other way. So step on up to the
Right.